podcast to honor the gods. This better come with a sacrifice. Deus Ex Media. Nico reached into his Walmart bag and pulled out a 12-pack of Coke. He popped open a can. Instead of drinking it, he poured it onto the grave. Let the dead taste again, he murmured. Let them rise and take this offering. Let them remember. He dropped the rest of the Cokes into the grave and pulled out a white paper bag decorated with cartoons. I hadn't seen one in years, but I recognized it. The McDonald's Happy Meal. He turned it upside down and shook the fries and hamburger into the grave. In my day, we used animal blood, the ghost mumbled. It's perfectly good enough. They can't taste the difference. I will treat them with respect, Nico said. At least let me keep the toy, the ghost said. Welcome to Of the Eldest Gods, where we discuss Rick Riordan's roles our godly parent. I'm Ray from Cabin 12. And I'm Charlie I'm Blake. from Cabin 13. I fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> I'm having a day, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are keeping this blunder in. That was so good. We we do every time, so... <laughs> that is Blake from Cabin 15. <laughs> and hey, the sleepy vibe is correct, so... <laughs> See it all works out. child. My my fave bud Snorlax is here. Um, <laughs> as as I called them um, in our college days when we shared a room. Your your Snorlax. Mm-hmm. That's because I slept a lot. Yeah. Yeah. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> <laughs> um. But you know what? You know what? This week we we got we went to McDonald's. Um. <laughs> we did go to McDonald's. When was the last time y'all went to McDonald's? Um, uh, Thanksgiving. <laughs> nice. All right. I know All the right. exact answer. I live a, a block away from a McDonald's, but I'm also vegetarian, and so they don't do that much for me personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, this this makes sense. Um, see, I asked the question, and yet I don't know if I know the answer. Um. Probably sometime in college at some point when I when I got this um this Happy Meal box. My God, you- <laughs> it was all for the Happy Meal box. I did in fact get it so I could have it for my Nico cosplay. Um, deeply important. Even though, as I realized in this chapter, he doesn't even have like the Happy Meal box. He just has like one of the old bags, and I'm like. I, I, I'm a heathen. I, it's I didn't, all about the associations. It's fine. I didn't know. It's the aesthetic. You're, you're doing great, Charlie. I didn't know I was inaccurate. <laughs> I hate myself. I'm all about those little details. I'm all about them. And yet, fucked up. Oh, yeah, bros. We went to Mickey D's. Um, <laughs> I just, I just real quick want to bring up a thing that was that was very important in the first season of this podcast because in the Lightning Thief there is one one random line where Percy says that there was a McBarge. Um, f- there were there not a he didn't actually say McBarge. He said floating McDonald's. He said floating McDonald's. So Taylor and huh. I went off. For a bit, like, what the fuck is a floating McDonald's? 
And then we found out about the McBarge. What the fuck? <laughs> the McDonald's boat. Of course. Bro. You know, the McDonald's Bro, boat. Bro, it did exist. It's a thing. <laughs> I just, I, I love telling people about this. It's, it's huh. just fucking wild that that existed. I wonder if they have uh, higher prices for the experience. <laughs> Almost certainly. I believe uh, there were there were a couple of them, but I believe they're no longer functioning anymore. Aww. Um, Rip. But yeah, Rip McBarge. Um, <laughs> that was just very important to me. And the fact that McDonald's was mentioned, I had to bring it up once more because that was a bit for a little bit. <laughs> Maybe. You know what? I want to know if this will make it into the TV show. Like if we if we get this far in, are mm. we going to get McDonald's? Because it's so important that it's McDonald's, like it and it, that, that it's the Walmart bag. Like it, it, I forgot it was a fucking Walmart bag too. <laughs> so like, was it? I mean, we'll we'll get into this in the chapter. But was it a McDonald's inside of a Walmart? Do they have those? I don't know. I've never seen one. They have Starbucks inside Target. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, they do have Starbucks inside Target. They have don't they have Dunkin' inside Target too? I feel like, Do they? I feel like that's... I've never experienced that. Well, you're from New York, so you're in you're in the Starbucks <laughs> land. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> I'm from Duncan land, where everything is Duncan all the time. Um, but I don't know. I'm just like, I have questions. Anyway, what the fuck with this chapter? <laughs> As I've just gone off about McDonald's for a little... Well, that's important. Okay, it so is. good important note is that... Nico buys Happy Meals for the Dead is a good title for this chapter. <laughs> um, it's one of the best chapter titles. It it's funny but also relevant. Um, I give this one a ten moments. out of ten, Rick. Um, but my alternate chapter title for this one is all conversations all the time because that's all that we do. Um, <laughs> so in this one, Percy has a dream sequence and learns Luke's last name. That's the most important thing. And yep. also that uh, Cronus's forces are definitely planning an invasion force and whatnot. But don't worry about that. Um, then after he wakes up, Percy gets a really weird call and he gets to see Nico summoning Charlie's absolute favorite <laughs> mythological hero um <laughs> i'm sure we'll be getting into oh, that yeah. um and then uh it all starts to go weird and percy murders his cool water fountain um <laughs> rip water fountain <laughs> then percy has a chat with chiron and uh we are even more sus of quintus than ever before <laughs> and our questing party finally descends into the campaign's mega dungeon. <laughs> and that is all that happens in this chapter. We get three conversations and the setup. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> but most importantly, we get Nico. We do get Nico, my boy, my son. I delight in him. Why else would you be here, Blake, but to talk about <laughs> our our favorite boy, Nico D'Angelo, <laughs> for one of his most iconic moments ever? <laughs> I mean... Am I wrong? Am I wrong? The amount of fan arts that you see where he has McDonald's. It's iconic it's of important. him. It's important. And also, it shows off that he's actually a good boy, so um, jot that down. Oh, oh, do I need to share something sad? I was like, where's my phone? Um, uh... So, so there's a, there's a fan art, of, um, uh, a Viria fan art, because of course, like, Virium and the fan, and the fandom so much. Um, 
where it's it's Nico and Bianca. If if Bianca hadn't died mm-hmm. and she'd just been a hunter, and they're just sitting there under a tree eating McDonald's. Oh, that fucks me up. Actually, <laughs> don't say that. I'm gonna send it to you though, <laughs> because yeah, it's one of my favorite fan <laughs> Because it's Nico being happy. <laughs> my son. I know my son, my brother. You know my boy. My baby um, boy. The favorite baby boy. Yeah. You see, 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 Ray. You have Rachel, and I have Nico. <laughs> we we have to. We have to love our faves. Uh, but before I love my fave, I have to go and rant. Time to talk about your worstie in the, <laughs> before your bestie. <laughs> this this is going to be like one of the best chapters ever because we're just going to have that dichotomy of Nico and fucking Theseus. So, <laughs> I'm very excited to hear this rant. In case you mythed it. But um, sh- the dark and edgy version. Um, fucking Theseus. This man. Okay, first, first off, this first picture on the Wikipedia page where he's just like chilling there, dick out, like Of there, course he is. There is there is nothing that is just more representative of him than that, I think. <laughs> just be like, look at it, I did this really cool thing, and also look at my big dick. Um <laughs> so yeah. Okay, Theseus is basically I mean, it's mythology. It's all made up, quote unquote. But like, Athens was like, "Hey, we need, we need a hero." Like, we're like, you know, we're we're Athens. We're like the main <laughs> part of Greece. We're the capital here. Like, I mean, I, this was probably before Athens became the capital. But you know, Athens was like big up and coming city and all that shit. It's like we need a hero, so they made Theseus. Um. <laughs> Listen, like a, like a sports mascot. Listen, that's literally what Theseus is <laughs> to Athens, and I'm just like, God, why? <laughs> literally, why would you do this? This man, fucking hate him. Um, so, so can you guess who his father is? Any, any, any potential guesses? Without, if you've already seen it, um, uh, I thought he was related to Poseidon, but I don't actually remember. So. He is, in fact, a son of Poseidon. Okay, This cool. boy is Percy's brother. Right, because wow. they mentioned he had, like, a cheese shell brooch or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, which is, it's actually very cool that Rick was like, oh, yeah, like, have a little bit of Poseidon in there to be like, I'm not going to say who his dad is, but, like, just so you know. Right, right. Like, <laughs> love love the detail, Rick. But it's it's kind of, like, mixed if his dad is Poseidon or if his dad is is Aegeus, the king of Athens. Mm. And sometimes it's one of those like, oh, like his true father is Poseidon kind of deal. Like um like like Heracles or or one of those other ones where it's like, oh yeah, like my mom slept with both of them, actually. <laughs> um <laughs> one of those kind of deals. Um his mom's name is is that Aethra or Aethra? I'm gonna say Aethra, possibly. I'm bad at pronunciation guides. So let's go with that. <laughs> um, so so what does Theseus do? He finds out, oh, my dad's a king. Whoa. He's like a he's like a long lost prince kind of deal. Cause cause this king, like, just like, oh, I need an heir, fucks a woman, leaves. What? okay. Like, not even his <laughs> wife. 
I think there's actually a whole there's a there yeah there's a whole like story about that in here. Yes, the oracle for advice and shit. Yeah, it's a whole thing. Athena gives some advice. God, Athena, why did you help bring this man into being? Um, so so yeah, he exists. He's like, gotta go find my dad. Gotta go find my kingdom. Cool. Um, is it? Is it in Ares? Um, no, it's it's the labors. Okay, I was just like, where is just the list of people he murdered? Um, on the way <laughs> to his dad. Um, so so what does he do? He has his six quote unquote labors. Um, he was just traveling to Athens and did a bunch of shit, which is is kind of some of them were just kind of murder. Um. <laughs> I mean, some of these people were also murderers. So, like, is it fine? I guess. Yeah, it's Maybe. Fine. That's what you do as a Greek hero, is you run around and you kill people. And it doesn't matter too much yeah, <laughs> what their couple, deal was. A couple of these were um, robbers. Um, is, is this guy's name Sinus? That's what it looks like, it says. Um, <laughs> and, and there's Skyron. And then there's Procrustes, if you remember him. I do remember Procrustes. Wow. (laughs) Guess what? Procrustes is also a son of Poseidon. Um, (laughs) I'm I. That was a rant that I had in the Lightning Thief that um, Percy just murdered a man. He's he's just a half blood. He's not even a monster. (laughs) Percy just murdered a man. Um, He was kind of the worst though. It's fine. Crusty, like nah, it's fine. It it was listen. The way he's described as murdering him is like violent. Like he just like lobs his head off. We don't we don't have like this shower of like whatever dust or anything in the description. It's like Ricky murdered someone, bro. (laughs) You wrote it in there. Anyway, so Percy following in his, uh, Theseus's footsteps, I guess. Um, yeah, m- most of these people were bandits, actually. Um, her murdered people. And then there's the Cromionian sow, which I will get to at some other point because I believe that comes up later. Mm. <laughs> but I think that's the only thing that was not, um, a bandit or crusty. So, <laughs> so of course he makes his way to Athens. And guess who's there? Medea! You know, you know, like, like, Jason and Medea, like, like, uh, she, she ran away because, uh, she murdered her children, um, and- Oh, yeah, and <laughs> that whole thing. His soon-to-be bride and all of that- um, she ran off to Athens and married Aegeus, um, and had a kid with him, and now Theseus is, um, he's there and he's like, hey, this is my kingdom now, because, you know, that's my dad, I'm the rightful prince. She's like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Medea. So that didn't go very well. She tried to have him killed and everything. As you do. And, of course, he had, he had more things. Um, there was another bull, not just the Minotaur, he also <laughs> had to capture the Marathonian bull. Cool. Um, Can't believe he's repeating himself. Right? No, right? Um, Can't even be original. Anyway, I've already talked about these and Pirithus, but besties, forever, they're so dumb. Um, <laughs> rip Pirithus, your butt is still stuck to a rock in the underworld. Um, like, don't try to kidnap Persephone. Um, yeah, like, pretty dumb. Like, like she's married to Hades now, they're tight. Um, he will fuck you up. <laughs> if you try to kidnap his wife. As is his right. You know? So, of course, the whole Theseus and the Minotaur situation, uh, how many, how many children is it? Is it, like, 
is it is it 12 or is it, is it okay seven boys and seven girls from athens in tribute to Gre- to crete um every nine years okay i thought it was every year I feel like we've talked about this before, that it's, like, kind of unclear. You know what? My brain is also just, like, conflating it with The Hunger Games because The Hunger Games is slightly based (laughs) off of this. Anyway, so I'm just like, what is the number? I can't get the numbers right on that situation. But, so the tributes, um, (laughs) Theseus volunteers his tribute, basically. Um, Ah. The only good thing he's ever done in his life. Um, uh, So he can, you know, try to end this conflict between Athens and Greece. There's a backstory to why that happened, but, you know, not important. Not relevant. Um, so he goes there. He fucks up the Minotaur. Uh, Ariadne, Minos's daughter, falls in love with him. And he's like, okay, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, he abandons her later. He ain't into it. Um, fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what? Jesus had, had, had one thing. When you're coming home, you need to replace the sails and make them white sails if you are coming home alive. And and if and if you're not on that ship, it needs to be black sails. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Guess what? Theseus forgot to do. <laughs> wow! I can't believe he this forgot Theseus. to change the sails. So Aegeus saw the sails and jump off the cliff, and that's why we have it as the Aegean Sea. <laughs> well, yep. So so that that's why that is, folks. Um. Pretty rough, my dude. That, that man was so sad that his son died, but he didn't die. He's just stupid. <laughs> um, we're not talking about the ship of Theseus here. Why <laughs> the fuck is that in here? Go away. Another important, uh, terrible thing that um he did. He was a father. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what? You know who his his second wife was? Because I guess he apparently married Ariadne. Um, is that that's who his first wife was, right? I think I think they did technically marry. Um, Ariadne's sister Phaedra is his second wife. That's a low He's blow. Her younger sister, um, bro, fucking asshole. Uh, <laughs> but he he had many lovers. One of which was an Amazon queen. Um, possibly Hippolyta. Possibly um a different one. It it depends on the story. But him and um his cousin Heracles went off, fought the Amazons. Uh, and you know he rapes the the queen. Of course. Oh, that's yeah. not good. Yep, so he has a son, Hippolytus, um, and that's where the Hippolytus story happens, where, you know, he's like, uh, I'm not into romance and sex, so fuck Aphrodite, I'm gonna go with Artemis, Aphrodite doesn't like that, curses him (laughs) (laughs) to fall in love with his stepmom, Phaedra. (sighs) Yeah, not always fun. I blame Theseus for this, um... (laughs) (laughs) listen he also like has a whole big thing for aphrodite i think i'm pretty sure he has a cult for aphrodite or something Hmm. um i can't does he die a good death does he have a fun death i cannot remember he might have been thrown off a cliff but it's unclear (laughs) how he died (laughs) well he died somehow i'm so glad that he had an unceremonious death actually (laughs) all right charlie Anyway, I we're... just don't like him because of what he did to Ariadne. Okay, yeah. That's valid. I, that's what I wanted. Like, this guy in particular, you know, there's a lot of people doing a lot of real, a lot of shit that real asshole-ish fucked up shit. 
but but this one in particular makes you so mad. <laughs> Listen, men who just like randomly leave women on islands after being like, oh yeah, we, we did this like really cool thing together. Of course, let's get married. When, I, when we get home, we're going to get married. Leaves her on an island. <laughs> Fucking dick. Um, True. You know what? At least Dionysus came and saved her and made her a goddess. So, which of course is a better fate than being married to Theseus. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course it is. You know that's Im- that's important. Uh, thank you for letting me rent. Uh, <laughs> that's all I have for the myth section. But I still have more to say about Theseus and um, what right? What we'll get into Rick it with the describes him. Mm. <laughs> so let's talk about this chapter, my dudes. All right. So guess who doesn't get a good night's sleep? Is it Percy? Yeah, it's Percy. I did it. <laughs> you got it. I'm so glad. I'm so proud of you. Got it. Why in one. didn't your dad Hypnos give him a good night's sleep? <laughs> hey, how come Percy has so many prophetic visions? Like, how come the other people don't like get this spread out a little bit or something? He is a protagonist. Um <laughs> Everyone else just forgets them, it's fine. Mm, I also don't remember my dreams, that's valid. Yeah. Yeah. Um so who does he dream about? Luke. I mean Luke. Who wouldn't? <laughs> um, okay. What do we think of his new look? He's he's looking like um, a minor god, like right. ethereal. Almost too healthy, Percy says. <laughs> you oh. know, after he got his spine broken in five places. <laughs> we s- we still have no clear reason why why the fuck he survived. Actually. <laughs> There, listen, there is no canon reason why he survived. There is sometimes, none. Sometimes you die from hitting your head wrong, and sometimes you get your spine absolutely obliterated, <laughs> and you're just, like, hanging off. walking off. And literally, he shrugged it off. It's fine. It's a flesh wound. No, I'm saying the human body is a fucked up weird little guy, and sometimes <laughs> these things happen. So we learned that, um, well, uh, obviously there are spies. Um... Camp Halfblood, uh, they're sending a quest. They know, they know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And it's, of mm-hmm. course, what they want, because we are always playing into the villain's hands. Of course. Every times. single one of these books. And I guess Kronos wants to, like, lead the forces as they go to Camp Halfblood through the labyrinth. And Luke is very, very unhappy about this. It's like, maybe, maybe, maybe these other titans instead. Someone else. Because Could he please? Because his his form. Um, is it complete yet? Not not quite yet. We still need one more. One more soul. Which like just one more or like a specific one? Come on. Be more specific, Kronos. We want to know. <laughs> I mean maybe maybe the last one is like the most important. You know, it's got it's gotta be the right one, you know. This is a dream, so it's gotta be cryptic. <laughs> true, true. Of course. <laughs> we learn Luke's last name. <gasps> Which like it had not occurred to me. Like Percy's like Huh, I didn't know that. And I'm like, huh, I did know that. Like, <laughs> it has never occurred to me that it just did not come up yet. It just, it wasn't important to Percy's journey. Until um, it was, eventually. Is it even important now, though? Is it? Um, I like to know it. I mean, it was included for some reason. So it makes it more easy to Google. Hmm. I'm looking to see if his name um, fits my 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 theories um, on mm. the names of people at camp. Um, <laughs> so Castellan, I mean, yeah, just means someone who guards a castle. Um, I, I love mm. the the Ryerden wiki. It's like 
interestingly, he was the head counselor of the Hermes cabin, which had a lot of new, which had like so many new campers. Um, I guess I you could do that some kind of way. Yeah. What is that like Italian? Unclear. How do you pronounce it anyway? Um, I just say Castellan. I was wondering Castellan, Castellan. I've uh, always thought Castellan, but I don't actually know. Hmm. I don't know. I was also just looking up um if St. Luke had anything to do possibly <laughs> like like related to Hermes. Um like how I somehow related Chris Rodriguez's name to Hermes. Um <laughs> right. Christopher is a patron saint of travelers. Um Luke is I guess saint of physicians, which I mean Hermes has the caduceus. Um <laughs> sure. Sure. I don't know. I got nothing. I'm sorry. I'm wiped. But okay. So we got super scary sword again. Uh, so Kronos asked Luke, do you not wish to avenge yourself? Which I, I do find interesting. Um, Luke is an avenger. Um, <laughs> it's weird wording because normally you would you say avenge someone when that person is dead. I've never seen avenge yourself before. Yeah. It's an interesting concept though. Like I don't I don't hate it as like conceptually. Like get mm-hmm. revenge for yourself, I guess. I don't know. Well, avenge and revenge are not quite the same, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. I mean at least the they have like different avenge right. is the positive think... one. Revenge is the negative one. Right? Yeah. Like, is that how well, that works? Sure. I okay. think I feel like that's all cultural connotation, but at the same time, it's definitely there. You know, yeah. I think that's how that works. I don't know. Um, it does make his crusade seem more righteous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To himself, you know. Yeah, and I mean, he wants to avenge himself for like, hey, you had to like follow in the footsteps of other people, and like your dad like barely paid attention to you, like <laughs> sucked. Um, righteous cause, sure. Yeah. This all totally checks out, Luke. None of this is evil at all. <laughs> uh-huh. Let's burn the summer camp to ashes. <laughs> that sounds like something a good guy would do. Let's murder children. <laughs> murder some children, um, burn down Olympus, all that good stuff, you know? Um, so what do we think of this uh, scene between Kelly and Luke? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Not how I expected t- Kelly to come back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't think that they, that she had some sexual tension with Luke? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. I oh guess it goodness. checks out. Yeah, you know, um, uh, I think it's, it's just funny the fact that he's like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't like you anymore because, like, you murdered some guy. <laughs> yeah, I Bro. saw you eat a dude. <laughs> Bro, what side do you think you're on? <laughs> yeah. She is a monster. Like, I don't I don't know like, what you expected. <laughs> yeah. There's a difference between knowing and seeing. I do <laughs> acknowledge. But um he was just a snack. Um <laughs> so Kelly senses Percy. Um yeah. terrifying. Uh I wanna know what would have happened if she had bitten him, actually, before he woke up. Um Well, well I kinda think that's what caused him to wake up, yeah. Did it? I've never thought of him really having a physical presence during the dream scenes, but I don't know. It's it's more like, to me, it's like she dissipated his form there, like whatever psychic, his astral like, projection. Yeah, I was going to say like astral self, um, you know, but could she like still suck the life force out of that? I wouldn't think so, personally. It's, it's, it's a question I have in my mind. You know, you die in the dream, you die in real life. 
Yeah, I think she was just trying to like scare him and into him waking up. I don't think she was like actually trying to attack him because I don't think she could have. Perhaps. I don't know. I don't know the rules in this world. Um, <laughs> there are no rules. <laughs> I knew it. Um, Only plot convenience. The rule of cool. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Percy, literally the rule of cool is just like, you know what? Um, the, the there there's a glow coming from the fountain. I think it's trying to tell me something. Like like conveniently, I I just I gotta go over here. Show me Nico. <laughs> Not even right. throwing was, in a coin. Just yes, no money. which is very weird. And once again, does break some rules. I, I thought that this was weird when this was happening because last time this happened uh, that he got the call about Nico, I was thinking of it as kind of like a replacement for the dream sequences. And then we get a Drake sequence and a Nico call in the same chapter, <laughs> like right after each other. Well, that, that's why, because he wanted to have both of them in the same scene. But like, but like if they were both dreams, then he would have had to sleep wake up, fall back asleep, and that would have just been boring. <laughs> you know, Rick has to do some interesting, like, things to be like, I want this to be first person, but also, you need to know what's happening here, and you know, mm-hmm. you know what's happening um, here, <laughs> and you need to have, like, this contacts, and, like, this, and all that. In Harry yeah. Potter, Harry is just the nosiest bitch on the planet, and eavesdrops on everyone. <laughs> At least Percy doesn't even, like, have a choice. I mean, he's also just not there for a couple of chapters. Like, <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple books where it just starts and Harry's not there, so. But I mean, even in those, isn't he, like, dreaming it and then forgets it when he wakes up? Yeah, I think um, I remember that being a thing. I With the chapter with the ministers, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure. No, you're right. The ministers is the ministers is not. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like not there, and it's like what the fuck. <laughs> what are, What are you reading? We're just gonna change <laughs> convention right now and have have Harry not be the point of view character for the first time in the whole series. Don't worry about it. In the last book, it's fine. See, I it's- never read that one, so. It makes so much sense. Um, okay, so Nico being the most goth right now, he's in a graveyard. <laughs> it's it's dark. Um, he's in a black cloak. What? What? <laughs> I forgot this detail. He he's still figuring out how to be emo. He's like he's getting used to it. He's working <laughs> it out. The most he's emo piecing together goth his wardrobe. <laughs> hot topic boy. Um, yeah. So he went to Walmart. Um, and he's having some skeletons dig a grave for him, I guess. But it's, like, not really a grave. It, he's just gonna fill it with food. Um, he, he fills it with Coke and McDonald's. I really- I'm so confused by this ritual. <laughs> well, they, they normally use animal blood, but Nico doesn't Nico want to disrespect- Nico standards in that. Exactly. I love him so much. Like, this is so sweet. He's like, I bought you guys some Happy Meals. He's literally like he's literally like this is my favorite food, so I'm sure they'll enjoy it too. Oh, like, so I will treat them with respect. Like this is the food of kings. Here you go. <laughs> Have some McDonald's. He's loving it. Um, <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, it's it's the important thing is that it's actual food. You know, because he's respecting the personhood of spirits rather than just yeah. using them. You know, like how he thanks the skeletons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that part. I love him. <laughs> he is a polite boy, okay? He's so polite. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like for our first time readers, this is the first time you're like getting this this side of Nico. You're like, oh, he's a sweet little guy who has respect. Yeah. 
and and his sword. We see the sword for the first yeah, time. Yeah, we see the sword. <laughs> it's it's a black sword. Um, what is it made of? Unclear, but but what we do know is it's goth. Um, <laughs> it's goth, and the ghosts are afraid of it. <laughs> does does Percy say that the sword looks like iron? Kind of. Yeah. Yes, so. iron maybe. Okay. Yeah, which. I, I don't remember what the sword's deal is, so I'm just gonna say, uh, iron repels spirits. It's a whole, like, thing. Uh, oh. we started watching. Yeah. I like um, it. we started watching, um, God, what's that show called? Oh my God. I, I can't. <laughs> Supernatural. Wait. I got it. <laughs> no. Well, I guess that would be as good of a reference as whatever I'm trying to come up with. Anyways, <laughs> there's this show, I think it's on Netflix, and they are uh, teen ghost hunters, and they fight ghosts oh. with swords, because... <laughs> that sounds very cool. What the fuck is this? I want to know what it is. It kind of slaps. I'll, that'll be my wreck at the end of the episode. I'll just have to remember what it's called by then. Yeah, you're going to have to tell me what this is so I can watch it. <laughs> But yeah, it's recently watched a thing with iron swords and ghosts, so that's why I'm thinking about it right now. I love that so much. Nico would would die. Um, so <laughs> so we get um a figure uh slurping some coke, uh scooping some French fries, and guess what? It's Theseus. It's Theseus. Okay, teenage right, you boy. Clearly, have some opinions. <laughs> teenage boy? Are you fucking kidding me? Gotta make him relatable. He had children, like adult <laughs> children. <laughs> there, Bro. I'm wondering, like, is there some, either there are weird rules about spirits where, like, he feels that this is his prime and so that's, like, how he presents himself in his spirit form, or Rick has made some weird decisions <laughs> about <laughs> I, how he okay. thinks Theseus's life should have gone. <laughs> I think about that a lot, though, is that, like, if, you know, you know, in a lot of media, it represents the, like, oh, when you die, you keep the same body you had when you died. But then it's, like, if you die and you're, like, really old and have trouble getting around and stuff, wouldn't that suck to be stuck in that way? But whatever. Right. I do enjoy stuff where ghosts get to just, like, exist in their prime, like, however they think I of mean, themselves as. But It would suck if you died while you were, like, naked or something. <laughs> like, you know, forever. Um, yeah. But, okay. So my thoughts, like, based on, like, the the story we're trying to tell, I understand, but I'm still mad. Like, <laughs> Rick, is, Rick is trying to be like, hey, if you're a demigod, you don't live a long life. You are a teenager, mm -hmm. and that is the oldest you get, basically. Or at least, like, the average lifespan. Mm -hmm. So he's trying to be like... Theseus is one of the ones you can recognize. So here you go. And he's also involved with like the current stories. So it's, he, you know, that's why he would have wanted to use him. So let's use him. And we got to show that some of these guys were just teenagers when they died. Right. It you kind know? of uh, goes into like the way that people get mythologized, but how they're still just people. I feel like that's a lot mm -hmm. of the point, is mm -hmm. Percy being like, oh, I can relate to this person, he's just like me, and but yeah. people still talk about him this way. Yeah, and then, then I'm just like, okay, but like, actually, he was like <laughs> a man. He was an adult man. Percy's like, wow, I always thought of him as an adult man, and it's like, yeah, because <laughs> he was. Right. <laughs> Literally. Okay, Percy's like, he wasn't any older than I was. Um, Percy's 14. Jesus Christ. Damn, that would be pretty small. <laughs> that is a small Theseus that left Ariadne on an island. Um, 
you know, Dionysus, you can still hate on this 14-year-old boy. I don't care. Um, I will too. Okay, if he was 14 when that happened, and then he died shortly after and didn't get to do a lot of his other, like, stupid-ass stuff, I would find him a much more sympathetic character. Okay, but if he still abandoned a girl on an island? No, that would be shitty. But also, if you do shitty things when you're 14, it's like... That you know, happens. it doesn't count. You're 14. Everyone does shitty things when they're 14. You're fucking stupid. You're 14 years old. It's all like, part of your character development. As long as you use it to, like, propel yourself into being a better person, it's all good. Like, I did forget to um, re- retell a little bit of Theseus and Pirithus, where he kidnapped Helen of Troy when she was a small child. Oh, yeah. Um, that's yeah. unforgivable. That, He's that, a piece that of was shit. The, that was the but... other really, really big piece of shit thing that he did. She was, like, mm-hmm. like maybe 10 at the most. Um, and he was like, her? She's the most beautiful? She's gonna be my bride. <laughs> he was a man mm-hmm. at this Puking. point. This was after Ariadne. He was a, an adult. Like, this child, I'm, my mom is going to, like, uh, hold on to her for a little bit until she's, like, old enough for me to marry. Um, and me and Pirithus are gonna go get Persephone. So Pirithus could marry Persephone. Um, didn't work out, as you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's another reason why I hate these. <laughs> Poor Helen. So, so, but... In this mythology right now, I'm I'm thinking that that probably did not have time to happen. <laughs> no, I assume it did not. Um, but we know that he did totally abandon a girl on an island. Yeah, the the the, the canonical things here are Poseidon is his dad, Aegeus is his stepfather who died. Um, and he did the Minotaur shit, and he abandoned Ariadne. I think that's the only stuff that's canon. Guess Pirithus isn't canon to Percy Jackson. <laughs> Poor guy. Just got written out of existence. Um, <laughs> but in in this in this AU to Greek mythology, <laughs> the way I'm imagining it going is it's that perfect. he, in desperation, is like, "Okay, yeah, totally, I'll marry you if this all uh, works out." And then he's like, "Shit, I'm not ready for that. What the fuck?" <laughs> And then he's like, uh, what do I do now? And then he just runs away because he's a little coward, which still makes him a bad person. But also he's 14. That makes him just a little shit instead of like. <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what I'm saying, though. Yeah. It, there's a difference vibe wise. Yeah. Um. So so Nico literally wanted this whole thing so he could just get a second opinion about this soul exchange thing. Theseus is not down for it. Thank you. One good thing did you one did in your thing life. right. <laughs> Theseus is trying very hard to be helpful right now. <laughs> he is trying. You know what, Rick? You made him better. And Nico's ghost friend is like, I'm not suspicious. I'm just purposefully hiding information from you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but Theseus also just tells us some random bit of trivia about the labyrinth that's not at all important to Percy's journey whatsoever (laughs) um there's the only thing that saw me through the love of a mortal girl the string was only part of the answer it was the princess who guided me Hmm. and then you abandoned her like a dick (laughs) um and he goes like yeah i don't care (laughs) actually actually the ghost is like yeah we don't care about this not important soul for soul huh huh tell us um okay i actually don't know what's happening um, at this point, um, when Theseus is like, he's coming, this I don't remember, so... Yeah, there, it gets really dramatic here for a minute. Actually, maybe, yeah. maybe I remember now. I'm, I'm having thoughts, um, about the, who, <laughs> who this, who this man is that's coming, um, 
he comes to find the source of this power. I wonder who who's who who tried to look for that. I want to theorize, but I'm also just like I probably know the answer. So <laughs> right, so you're cheating. I'm in the same boat a lot of the time. Where I'm like, I would love to bring this up because I think this might be what's happening, but that might just be living in my brain from the last time I read this. I, I vastly <laughs> prefer when we're on with um friends who know nothing and I'm like, oh, I know what's <laughs> happening. I'm going to give you um a fake theory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love doing that. That was so great last week with Zach and Alex. They had no idea. <laughs> um, So Percy destroys the fountain because... It was terrifying and He's having a hard blowing. time. He liked his fountain. It's very sad. It was from it was his dad. Yeah, from his dad. Okay. It was nice. <laughs> so they're all packed. They have everything they need, you know, nectar, ambrosia. Um, they got they got bed bedroll, rope, clothes, flashlights, extra batteries. <laughs> Why don't they have magic flashlights or something? Or like a lantern, you know, for the ambiance. It does feel weird to be going into your dungeon with flashlights, but... <laughs> and batteries. I wonder if they're, like, like special, like, Olympian battery. Or, I don't know. You would hope so, right? Because it right, doesn't seem like... normal batteries don't work. Like, <laughs> not for flashlights. I'm just, I'm just saying, it's like, may- maybe something's gonna interfere with the technology, but I can't imagine that a lantern would work better anyways, so <laughs> maybe this is the best way. I mean, I know that's not how Greek fire works, but my brain is like, but what if we had some Greek fire lanterns and they were like green and glowing? It'd be very cool. It'd be pretty sweet. I'd love it. Uh, so so they're they're leaving. Grover is all disguised because we're not sure we're going to find there. Maybe there'll be mortals. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So we got back his Rasta cap. Um, how are we feeling <laughs> about that? I like a good Rasta cap. <laughs> I mean, I I personally had Canon Grover as not being a white guy, so which would make it significantly better. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Annabeth's just like Percy. You look terrible. Thanks. <laughs> um, you know, he killed the water fountain. It's fine. We're not going to talk about it. It's not important. He has to talk to Chiron right now about his dreams, but not about Nico because just we're not talking one. about Nico. Nico's a secret still <laughs> because no one in this fucking camp knows how to communicate. <laughs> nope, not at all. Um. Okay. So, do we love this this theory about making a deal with Daedalus to make a body for Kronos? Uh, mm. We did hear something about a form. Yeah, could be something. You know, we we don't know what they want with with Daedalus, but that makes sense. He needs, hmm? Would it be bigger? Would it be stronger? Would they make like a Talos form? <laughs> That'd be kind of yes. sweet. <laughs> kind of sick. Just like a goddamn kaiju fight for the ending of the series. But it wouldn't be a kaiju, it would be a mech. So like Pacific Rim. <laughs> yes. Even though I haven't seen that. But yes. Um, <laughs> um, I still hate when they say little pieces of Kronos appearing in the coffin. Every time. <laughs> Very gross. Uh, so they gotta get to Daedalus. Um, and Chiron already knows um, the, the, the thing Percy tells him about Quintus. That, that he was kind of sus. So. And Karen's like, oh yeah, I already knew that like months ago when he showed up. <laughs> I would have been- Karen's like, you think I didn't him. notice he was sus? <laughs> like he, he's just like, you know what? I'm an old and wise centaur. I'm also sus. I'm <laughs> 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 is Karen not always sus? Um, he is. 
Chiron is my bestie. He's my weird uncle, and I trust him implicitly. <laughs> well, that makes one of us. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, his explanation is pretty dumb. <laughs> you know, uh, when we're worried about people infiltrating our camp, I think it's bad to let random suspicious people into our camp. But I mean, I'm not in charge, so it's it's better to have <laughs> someone you mistrust close to you so you can keep an eye on them. Except for one that's behind the walls of your cool camp that protects you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, there might be a so, like, spy. He, yeah, and if you if you leave him outside the camp, then he's what what like what's he going to do? Like I mean, he's a half-blood, he can get in he, either way. Hmm. So, I just it doesn't seem like he's keeping a very good eye on him anyways. So, Chiron's just like, I I don't know how to deal with this problem, so I'm just going to sound like I'm very smart about the whole thing when Percy asks <laughs> about it, but really, I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Which, to be fair, is pretty valid. Do any of us know what we we're never doing? know what we're doing? <laughs> yeah, we're just trying our best. Um, so yeah, Percy's last thoughts are, huh, there's a spy. Um, Luke knew that we were going on quests literally the day that we knew. Shit. And there just so happens to be an incredibly suspicious man in our camp. <laughs> <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Time to go That's inside it. this hole. <laughs> That's it. And, alright, I love that, like, last chapter Zach and Alex were like so 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 next time we're actually gonna start the quest and it'll it'll be like the first D&D session no no it was not <laughs> no this was definitely a planning session we gotta have a dream session be before we start <laughs> gotta gotta have more dreams gotta have uh, more of that <laughs> we're just about to get past the setup guys we're so close <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, pretty short chapter, some pretty interesting foreshadowing and whatnot, but not a lot of meat for us to dig into yet. I remember that there are so many dreams, actually, in this book. <laughs> <laughs> he spends a lot of time sleeping. It's all because of my dad or whatever. Yes. Um, I blame your dad, the sleepy boy. Um, specifically, it's gotta be the Hypnos from the Hades game. Yes, of That's, course. Yes. We, we love, we love that boy. Hypnos, Hypnos Hades game is, is my favorite Hypnos ever. He's so great. He's a delight. Does Hypnos do dreams or is that somebody else's job? Um, I'll That's somebody else's that job. A, I will get into that in the future myth section. All right. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> but yes, short answer. Yes. Uh, okay, someone else okay. does it. All right. Well, yeah, we did we, it. <laughs> we did it, boys. Um, like, would you like people to find you on the internet? Yeah, um, sure. Where I'm Snake Fashion on Tumblr. A, nice. The the most fashionable of the snakes. Yes, of course. Um, However, you want to interpret that. And my friends, do we have do we have some plugs of some media that we have been watching, reading, listening to, playing? Of the sorts. Well, I've been thinking nonstop about Octopath Traveler because the sequel's coming out in just a few days. Um, so Octopath Traveler is a turn-based JRPG, and um, it has the coolest art style. It's like this 2.5D thing with like all these pixel sprites, and then like the background is like all also pixels, but also 3D, and it's 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 very pretty, guys. And it and um, I think they did a really good job with the fighting mechanics and just like the game mechanics and it's very satisfying to play and I like it a lot and I'm really excited for the sequel. Woohoo! Heck yeah. Uh, I never did Octopath but um, I've been playing Triangle Strategy which is the same Hell developer yeah. and that game is gorgeous. Yeah, it's the same like idea of like how it looks. It's very good. Mm -hmm. Good shit, good shit. Um, <laughs> well, you know what I've been playing. 
a lot of recently, like, um, because Hell yeah. for the past week, um, I was stuck at home with COVID, uh, for the second time. Yay. Woo-hoo. And what did <laughs> I do? I drew Percy Jackson characters and I played Ace Attorney Investigations 2. Hell yeah. The second one. The, the, the Prosecutor's Path. Prosecutor's that, that Path. One. That's yeah. the one that I hear is good. It's really good. <laughs> The first, I like the first one. Was the first one? Not I, good? It, apparently, it doesn't get as good of a, a rep. People don't like the first one as much um, for various reasons that I won't get into because it makes me sad when people talk bad about Ace Attorney. But in any case, the second one is also is just it's very good. It's very well put together, <laughs> and I love everyone. Justine Courtney, my beloved. <laughs> I mean, she's great. I I really I don't know. I just have thoughts and feelings about like the whole like does 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 she really trigger people's religious trauma? Like she's yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. I've heard that I've heard people dislike her because of that because she's know. got a whole like goddess of law shtick, and then she I don't know looks vaguely Catholic. I don't. I don't know. Hmm. See, I'm just like I vaguely see it, but I don't see it enough. But also, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't in um, any sort of big Christian cult, so I don't know any of that stuff. Um, if it's really bad, yeah. But she's cool. I like her. I like this game, <laughs> and I have one more case left. You, you gotta mm-hmm. play this case, Charlie. <laughs> I know I do. This this just is so much daddy issue. Just so much. <laughs> There's so many daddy issues in this one game. They they just they just packed so many daddy issues into one game. It's like every character has a daddy issue. <laughs> and they're all relevant and it's all it's all it's all the parallels and like it's all tied together. It's great. Actually, I think Justine's the only one who doesn't have daddy issues. Um, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Cool. Hmm. That's why she's the best one. Um <laughs> Alrighty. Dude, Ray, you got one? Okay. You got one? Uh, of course I do, because I looked up what that thing was called, and it's called Lockwood and Company. Lockwood and Co. Cool. That is that yes. is one that I that I saw. Okay. Cool. Uh, my any- mom recommended it to me because she's <laughs> a cool lady. Um, okay. Uh warning to y'all. If you want like a fun, campy ghost show, this could be that. But the first episode made me so fucking upset because um oh. it's it's about okay, so the world building is really interesting because uh ghosts started showing up suddenly and they're incredibly dangerous. If they touch you, you die. And this has made Boy. the economy go into shambles. It's like a whole thing. There's curfews everywhere. Um, that are strictly enforced and people the only people who can sense ghosts are typically kids and so there's this whole like industry of using child labor to do this incredibly dangerous job um, with like like shitty fucking adults (laughs) who don't care about them and underpay them and it made me so mad (laughs) but then in you know but then the uh, the character who we follow for the first episode gets to leave this shitty place and go like hang out with uh Lockwood who started his own ghost investigation thing as a kid and so it's just gonna be a bunch of teens hanging out fighting ghosts with swords (laughs) I have so many questions but I don't know where to start (laughs) you just gotta watch it it's wild I've only watched a couple episodes but it's a good time oh my goodness Netflix, what are you doing? (laughs) 
Like, seriously. Um, also, it's really British. <laughs> <laughs> That's important to note. <laughs> it, it, it is. After playing the Great Ace Attorney, I can handle any level of British. <laughs> but there won't be Herlock Sholmes. But there won't be Herlock Sholmes, which is, which is just a shame. Oh. A hame, as they say. God. <laughs> hey, I was playing that game, and apparently- it, it has been expressed to me that it's pronounced air- Herlock Sholmes, and I'm like- <laughs> Well, no, he he misheard. It's fine. <laughs> it is pronounced Herlock, I promise. <laughs> All right. Sounds good to me. Okay. Herlock. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, well, that's, that's it, but <laughs> I love trying to end this podcast and I'm just like in such a weird place. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, yeah. we can't get out of your out of your cabin because we're too busy doing this D and D prep session before we can start going into the dungeon. We're, we're busy right now. Well, you then, can't stop the session early. Get out of my fucking cabin so I can go to Walmart or maybe McDonald's or maybe both, um, and get some Happy Meals for the Dead. Bye. And some Diet Coke. Was it diet? Wait. I don't remember. <laughs> it probably wasn't, and I'm, my brain just, like, added that. <laughs> How dare it be diet if it was? <laughs> it be- Nico would never give the dead such a disgusting swill. A huge thanks, as always, to Matt, our devoted patron of the arts. Thanks for sticking with us. If you want to get shouted out during the podcast, check out our Patreon, Of the Eldest Gods. You can follow this podcast socials at Of the Eldest Gods Pod on Instagram and Tumblr, and at Of the Eldest Gods on Twitter. You can send us an iris message through Of the Eldest Gods Pod at gmail.com. If you'd like to support us financially, join us at patreon.com slash of the eldest gods. By becoming a patron, you can join the Deus Ex Media Discord server, where you'll be able to chat with us and other listeners about episodes and anything Percy Jackson related. Our $5 patron tier also gets you access to Against All Odds, our monthly bonus show. There, we'll talk about a wide variety of topics, which usually have something to do with mythology, no promises. You can check out our merch store in Redbubble to find custom designs made by Charlie. Or if you cannot or do not want to support us financially, we'd really appreciate a rating, a review, or letting your friends and followers know how much you love the podcast. That really helps. You can find me, Ray, at HeyHeyRay, spelled R-A-Y-E, on Twitter. If you want to hear more from me, check out Barbie Movie Slap, a podcast where my co-host Ted and I discuss Barbie's cinematic universe. That podcast Twitter is at Barbie Slaps. And you can follow me, Charlie, at GreenPixie12 on most platforms, but on Twitter I'm at GreenPixie123, which I'm totally not salty about. I also have an art Instagram at GreenPixieDraws. I sometimes do the YouTube thing on my channel, Charlie Mac. That's M-A-C-K. Our music was written by Isabel Strauss-Riggs and recorded and edited by Ian M. Riggs. You can find Izzy at Kane underscore I, that's I as in the body part, on Instagram and Twitter. She also currently makes video essays on the YouTube channel Kane I. Feel free to message her about making music for your project or editing your podcast. Of the Eldest Gods is proud to be a part of Deus Ex Media. Hi, my name's Sam, and I've recently become an adult. But why does adulting have to suck? 
Join me on my journey to rediscover the joy of following your passions as an adult and discuss it with people who are doing just that. I'll sit down with a variety of people from all walks of life and ask the important questions while trying to figure out what does it really mean to adult. Whether you're a pro or haven't even started, come and listen wherever you get your podcasts and hopefully you might learn a thing or two. Of the Eldest Gods is based on the series by Rick Riordan. Right now we are discussing Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Remember to follow us on your favorite podcatcher and meet us back here every Thursday. Before this goes too far, should I hide the hide the cat or like cats? There's a cat. There is a cat. I mean, I mean, if the cat is a distraction, perhaps. Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, I have to close my door because my cats are fucking heathens and they can't behave themselves. <laughs> no behaving themselves. They're cats. <laughs> they rule the world. Obviously, of course. Dave X Media.